Uh, so on Ash Wednesday, when mm-hmm. you see somebody that you know coming up the aisle, do you, are you like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna get this guy good? So uh, at my last parish, there's a guy who was like almost completely bald, and he was kind of a fun guy. Yeah. And I, like, it was like a dream come – like I've wanted to do this for years. Yeah. And I gave him a full – I went back a second time, you know, when <laughs> – you remember that you, remember you are dust and the dust you shall return. That's it great. was it was great. It was like a full head cross. Completely. That's amazing. podcast michael here with father jeff hey everybody we're recording this on ash wednesday it's the lenten edition the we are right in the midst of the beginning of the lenten season and uh, it's good to be with all of you thanks for joining us especially maybe today's your first podcast yeah we're gonna glad to have you we're apologizing in advance right but hopefully there's a there's a waiver being sent to your email (laughs) the next 22 and a half minutes will be enjoyable for but it's a, it's a penitential season though <laughs> that's true we're just bringing it right into the podcast you're welcome hey um i don't want to point out the elephant in the room but your forehead doesn't have any ashes on it thanks yeah yeah <laughs> we, we i didn't uh that's a big ash fail i would yeah. like uh, I, I realized that as soon as it was all like over and everyone's thumb was washed i was like uh, we forgot you it's not your fault I feel bad that you were forgotten. I know. So oh, Jesus loves me. I just want you to know That's all I need. that you have more opportunities later today. Yes. And also that you are not forgotten and you are a beloved child of God. Thank you. Even okay. if you don't have ashes I know. currently. That's very affirming. Thank you. I Just so everyone knows, I offered to touch foreheads with him before we started to see if mine could just rub off. He opted out of that. Yeah. Well, that's a little headbutt, <laughs> like a holy headbutt. Yeah, I would, I would be gentle about it. Mm-hmm. I would, don't want to hurt you. We don't need any concussions at the beginning of Lent. Yeah. Hey, uh, a couple of things coming up. Uh, th- you know, Lent always is a good time around the parish just to start getting into the season of maybe focusing a little bit more on our faith than we normally do. Right. And we have some good opportunities coming up throughout the season of Lent. So we're just going to highlight a couple things. Of course, um, first of all, Stations of the Cross. Yep. Always a popular Lenten devotion. And we will have them on... Uh, a few Fridays of Lent. The first one coming up uh, in on the oh, third. a week. Yeah, on March the 3rd. So those will be at 7 o'clock. First one, again, being Friday, March 3rd at 7 o'clock. And then uh, the next one after that will be on March the 24th. Is that right? That doesn't sound right. Does, I'm looking at my calendar as they were I'm supposed saying. to be like every other week, but then we had to switch the one around. March third, then March. Oh, just I skipped right over it. The next one's on the tenth. It's there. Somehow it didn't get on my calendar either. So well, one of one of us will show up. So March third is the first one. March tenth. I think I just put the one that I was presiding at. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And then the the third one is on the twenty fourth, and then of course we do one on Good Friday as well. So those, I, I have one at. Maybe we shouldn't review our uh, calendar. This is online. going through Father's <laughs> calendar on the twenty third. I have podcast. one at twelve thirty on the tenth, but not in the evening. On the tenth, we'll I have, think I think you just put it at the wrong time. That was not me, but that's okay. Oh, so we'll we, figure it out. Oh, the parish calendar. 
Is that yeah. that's what it, you're looking correct. at? Oh, I'm looking at my calendar. Mm. So. All right. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm glad we sorted moving that. Moving on. Out. We have an audience, and uh, so that's <laughs> if anyone if anyone's still listening. We don't usually do calendar review <laughs> on the podcast, uh, but this is all for you. This is all for you, people. Also coming up, we have the uh, Lenten reconciliation service. We'll remind you of that next week too. But that's coming up on the ninth. And then we also have a Lenten night of worship yeah. coming up on Wednesday the 15th. I think it's going to be one of those things that's just going to start at that night and then just go for weeks. For, <laughs> I can feel it. It's a revival. It's going to be amazing. I know. It, you want to explain. It's a time of revival. Do you want to explain what you're talking about? Because some people might not know. Yeah. So apparently this Asbury College in Kentucky, yeah. they had like a little, this little, little night of praise and it's, well, it's they, lasted like a couple weeks. They right? normally have chapel three days a week at 10 a.m. I think Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And the one on Wednesday just started as any other normal Wednesday morning. It and just kept then, on going. And then prayer and worship just hasn't stopped since. It's been like the beginning, since the beginning of the month, I believe. Uh, and thousands of people have been traveling there to like just be a part of yeah. God's presence and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Kind of a cool story. Absolutely. Kind of a cool story. So we're trying the Perrysburg version. Actually, to be completely honest, we, we're hoping for about 45 minutes to an hour of your time. So don't, don't come... Uh, expecting to be here all night right but just be open to what the spirit has in store amen holy spirit come holy spirit amen so those are just some of the things coming up uh, during the lenten season and of course here on the podcast we'll try to remind you of those things week by week and then of course culminating in uh the beginning of april with holy week and of course oh yeah um easter sunday but more on that as we get a little bit closer also coming up if you are new to the parish and you're thinking man i really like this church I think I want to become a part of it. Yeah. Maybe you've been coming for like a couple weeks, maybe a couple months. Maybe you've been here for 10 years and you've never actually registered. Yeah. This is great. And we love having you here. Yeah. Uh, our next connection point, which is the way that we get to know people that want to join the church, uh, is coming up uh, in March, the very first. The fifth. Uh, here we come again on the calendar. We're talking about calendar dates. I wrote down things, but I didn't write it's dates. It's not. It's March not 5th. Out, it's not out of bounds. Connection point. Sunday, March 5th. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can register for that over at 23.church. And as I like to tell people at that connection point, there's um, less inconvenient ways to register for a parish. Yes. But we love you so much. We're not just going to let you just register online and we don't even see you and you don't see us. Right. And it's important for us to get to know one another and share the story. And Absolutely. All that. So it's a good thing. It's, it's a good all, thing. All very, very good stuff. And uh, Bring the I, honestly, I think most people, I would say, everybody goes, man, this was really helpful. Yeah. Helpful to hear more about the parish and kind of what we're getting ourselves into. So Absolutely. That's what's coming up there as well. Okay, so we said today is Ash Wednesday. Mm-hmm. This weekend, the first Sunday of Lent, we are in the Lenten season. This is our first Lent with you as our pastor. I know. Exciting. So tell us a little bit about um, what Lent means to you, not only as a pastor, but in maybe even in your own spirituality. Yeah, I, it's just always a, a good time to re to refocus and reshift because we just do get caught up in the, the day-to-day of life. And yeah. so... You know, it's meant to be intentional, and so you know the things that we that we fast from, the thing we give up, you know, isn't just like I say, not just a test of wills. All it's meant to help our will. It's not something mm-hmm. that we can do to pat ourselves on the back, but really encourage people that you know when you're thinking of that thing, when you're craving that thing, whatever it might be, one yeah. let that help you turn to prayer. You know, to recognize our dependence on God. It should make us a little uncomfortable to sort of. Step out of ourselves a little bit, and sure, 
even if we're struggling with it, that should even remind us just how much we need God <laughs> because we're just kind of a kind of a mess on our own sometimes and right. get in our own way. And um, some of us go to Ash Wednesday Mass and don't even come out with ashes. I know so. you talk about a mess. <laughs> Although I guess it's my, my forehead's not a mess. Yours is clean. It's Mine is pretty. Clean. <laughs> Mine's pretty messy. In fact, we were laughing before we started because you know today's the awkward day. You go to make the sign of the cross once you get ashes, and you're like, oh, no, I got ashes on my hand. It's just catastrophe after catastrophe. Um, I was talking to an adult just earlier this week. We were talking about Lent a little bit, and I loved what uh, she and her husband are going to do this Mm. Lent, and they're going to give up complaining. Hmm. And I was like, that's fantastic because how many times do we either complain or judge or speak negatively of even from like, I was actually, I was out to breakfast on Monday cause the kids were off school and uh, the waitress, I was eavesdropping. Oh my gosh, maybe I'm gossiping. We need to talk about all the things that I'm doing now. But the waitress took um, the food to a table just across from us. And the guy just started saying, Oh, I don't like bacon like this. You need to take this back and bring me some different bacon. And I'm looking at the bacon and it, it looked perfectly fine to me. They're like, I'll take it to my bacon eyes. That's right. Uh, and I thought, man, there's somebody in the world that would kill to eat that bacon right now. Cause they're really hungry. Yeah. And here we are sitting in a comfy little restaurant yeah. with people bringing food to us more right. than we need to eat ever. Right. And we're complaining about the bacon. Yeah. Right. Um, but, you know, that's just one example. So I think, you know, fasting from complaining or whining. I think my uh, one of my best Lents was as a freshman in college, and especially at that age, you know, just, you just get used to maybe with, you know, how guys are especially and just a lot of just making fun of each other and <laughs> yeah. people in general. 100%. And um, so I gave up being a jerk for Lent. And um, <laughs> uh, it's a cleaned up version. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, just sort of. You know, had to swallow a lot of clever comments. Sure. Um, and just really, you know, prayed a lot, you know, about that. And <laughs> God helped me to not do that. And um, I was different at that at the end of that Lent. You know, there was a, a conversion. It um, probably helped you realize. Maybe people think I need to do that again. I don't uh, know. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say anything. Mm-hmm. I, no, I wouldn't. Jerk is not what comes to mind when I think of Father Jeff. Well, it's because I gave it up for Lent. Because you... <laughs> Back when you were a freshman, that's and right. it never came back. It was a permanent, uh, that's right. permanent absence in your life. <laughs> you know, when we're aware of things like that, though, yeah. like when you're when you are keeping track of something that you're tr- a habit, maybe that you're trying to break, it is sometimes very humbling to realize, oh wow, I do this way more than I think I do. Whether it's something like that, like not saying you know sarcastic little remarks mm-hmm. to people. Maybe it's how many times a day I pick up my phone mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. How many how many calories I consume on, on any given day, whatever it is. Um, sometimes the the excess in which we do things, we need a gentle reminder that sometimes less is more. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm not big on like New Year's resolutions, I think in part because not too long after New Year's, we have this, this time of renewal and conversion and newness and that should be led by um, the Holy Spirit and right. not just sort of like, yeah. The, the calendar. Yeah, or you know, I'd I'd really like to do this. Or it might be good if I hit the gym or something like that. Right. Um, you know, it's for the for the good of who we are, deep down. And so, if you especially if you haven't even thought about it yet, um, you know, maybe just ask in prayer, like, God, what do you want Lent, you know, to be this year for me? Or what mm-hmm. do you want? What do you want me to do this Lent? 
Right. Um, they're just maybe sit with that for a minute. That's great because so often we just kind of like to run the show. Yeah. Well, here, here, God, here's what I'm. I'm doing presenting this you with Lent. my little Lenten project, here, and you're going to be proud of me. Yes. And after three days, I'm going to be tired of it already. And uh, and decide it's not really what you wanted. Right. <laughs> he didn't really mean that. No, I like that. And and really, what better time, as we are are still before the first Sunday of Lent to take that to prayer and maybe allow that maybe over the next couple of days in preparation for mass this weekend and into your prayer, your prayer at mass this weekend, maybe be open to where, where God is speaking to. And it's sort of supposed to be hard. I remember last year um, I had, I had just gotten actually my, the, I met with Bishop Thomas, you know, and he, in February and giving me the assignment to come here to St. John the 23rd. And, and you were like, Oh, I gotta go. So, work with puppies. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, all that. But I, uh, I remember I, it was Ash Wednesday, and I called uh, Father Jeff Rose just to touch base with him. And uh, at the end of the conversation, he said, may your Lent be appropriately disruptive. Jeff like, said that? I'm like, well, that's interesting. That's good. I like um, that. Yeah, never really thought about that. It should sort of shake us out of our our routine, our comfort zone in some way. Yeah. Um, and so it's sort of meant to be a challenge. And I think we're meant to, sometimes even meant to stumble through it. Right. You know? Uh, I mean, Jesus fell three times on the way, you know, to the, uh, with the cross. And sure. so our stumbling kind of through it, and um, it reminds us just how much, again, how much more we need God, because we can't just sort of, can't even do land on our own. Absolutely. Well, let's get into the scripture readings for this week. Um, you'll recall, well, you may recall, I shouldn't take anything for granted, uh, that usually during the season of Lent, the first three Sundays are accounts that uh, we are used to hearing each year and then we kind of break out from there and the first sunday of lent always starts with some account of jesus in the desert for 40 days and the temptation yeah so we are in matthew this year chapter 4 verses 1 to 11 yeah at that time jesus was led by the spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights and afterwards he was hungry. The tempter approached and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become loaves of bread. He said in reply, It is written, One does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and made him stand on the parapet of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you and with their hands they will support you, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, Again is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Then the devil took him up to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their magnificence. And he said to him, All these I shall give to you if you will prostrate yourself and worship me. At this Jesus said to him, Get away, Satan. It is written, The Lord your God shall you worship and him alone shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. I need to correct myself. I I spoke incorrectly prior to this gospel reading. The first two Sundays of Lent are always the same. Desert, transfiguration. The third one is always on Palm Sunday when we do some sort of passion Mm -hmm. account. Mm -hmm. So I just want to clarify 
But this week, this year's I, year. Yeah, I thought, you know, I let it go. No, you should. You should correct. We want factual information on the podcast. That's As true. I was saying, though, I was like, I don't think this is right. That's yeah, why I just I needed know. to. I thought we already argued about the calendar once. So. <laughs> That's great. Um, but being year A, we have like some really good, some great Lenten oh, yeah. readings coming up over the, the next year. And warning, some long ones. So. Maybe it will be a revival on <laughs> some Sundays That's of right. Lent this this it's year. It's going to take us two weeks to read The Woman at the Well. Yeah, it might. It, we'll just do it like a week and a half. Okay, so back to this weekend. Uh, where are we going, Father? Into the desert. Yeah, into the desert. Um, you know, it's interesting. Of course, uh, I love how it says he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was hungry. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I can identify. Yeah. I, I I you can know, like I can 40 minutes, that. man, I'm, I'm a little peckish. I, I could go for a little. That's some bacon. A little snack. Not too crispy. <laughs> Not too crispy. Oh, my gosh. Well, I think it, I mean, it reminds us when, uh, when we're sort of at our weakest, mm-hmm. you know, is when we're more prone to temptation. I heard a, um, um, an acronym once. It was HALT, H-A-L-T. Mm-hmm. When we're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, we're more prone to to fall into temptation, you know? And so we hear mm. see Jesus in his human nature sort of at his weakest, you know, and most vulnerable, um, you know, after all these 40, you know, days and nights. Yeah. And so it's, you know, everything Jesus did, we have to remember was for us. Um, and so even in his temptation to enter into our experience of that, that not only being tempted, but especially when we're at our weakest yeah. and our most vulnerable, um, you know, is when sort of that 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 tempting voice, mm-hmm. you know, can creep up um, even more as opposed to like when we're doing good or, you know, whatever. Right. I You know, temptation is one of those things. I think people might not even realize how temptation kind of creeps into our life. Kind of like what we were talking about earlier with we don't realize sometimes how many times we say a, our, our sarcastic comment or something sure. like that. We might not even realize the degree to which temptation faces us or we face temptation each day because we're just we might be have grown immune to that Mm -hmm. in our lives or we're just not aware of things that are leading us into temptation not to quote the lord's prayer you can do that uh (laughs) lead us not into temptation Uh, but it's again something maybe that could be a good spiritual discipline to kind of be aware of that i love this halt that you yeah that i think it's a good simple um thing to keep in mind and also it, it it's sort of freeing in the sense that um sometimes we we can beat ourselves up too much um about about our temptations or, or our succumbing to them yeah and so i think that not that that's that's good for us but i think to remember that um oh yeah you know i wasn't at my best or when we're even in advance we're like well i'm hungry i'm or i'm kind of angry or i'm kind of feeling lonely or i'm just kind of tired like it gives us that awareness, like, I need to be, like, extra sort of... Vigilant. Yeah. You know, that I can just sort of... It's going to cause me to just do something dumb that I'm going to regret, and it's not good for me. You <laughs> That's know? good. I love how frank you talk. That's yeah. wonderful. That's my... Yeah. It's I, just real. It's just dumb. I, yeah. I love it. it. It makes it really relatable. So, th- thanks for being relatable, Father. Hey. What a guy. You're welcome. You know, what came to mind for me was thinking, too, that... You know, I, I talked either last podcast or the podcast before about... Um, the that book I was reading about like building new habits and things like that, and it talks in there in our in the habits that we have, there are generally generally triggers associated with something that cues 
a habit in our lives, right? So also being aware of what are the things in our lives that are triggering temptation, mm-hmm. right? And then avoiding those things, yeah. things that might not be necessarily good for us. It could be a thing. It could be people. It yeah. could be digital devices. It could be any of those types of things. Well, and you know, there's that occasion, the, you know, or the, the phrase, the near occasion of sin. Yeah. Um, and sometimes maybe we poo-poo those kind of things that sounds too old school or whatever, but it makes sense. Yeah. Like there's things that, um, yeah, that we can do to not set ourselves up for, for the trap. Right. And we've said it a lot, but I think it comes back every time. We're not meant to do it alone. Yeah. Right? If, exactly. If we didn't have each other, if we didn't have accountability to one another or friends or community to talk with about the things that we struggle in, then it would be a very lonely, desolate, almost desert-like experience. Right? There you go. But Jesus doesn't call us to go into the desert by ourselves. Right. In fact, he gives us one another and gives of, gives of himself to us to accompany us so that we aren't facing temptation alone. And we see in the gospel, he was led by the Holy Spirit in the desert. So we have we do have the Holy Spirit to call upon as well. And especially in those times that we're struggling, whether it's with a temptation or really with anything, again, just that powerful three-word prayer, come Holy Spirit, yeah. uh, is so, um, yeah, so powerful. All right, let's take that to prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. Mighty God, we thank you that in your love for us, uh, in our desert times, in our um, times where we're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, uh, in times that we're just sort of at our weakest, you are there. Uh, help us to uh, call upon you. Give us that grace to turn to you and to the support of one another, that in the end you look to just fill us with your life. Um, we know that you've given your life for us, and as we're entering into this Lenten time, Help us enter into it in a good way and unite it to uh, to you, Lord. Um, and remember your, your abundance in our lives each day. We love you. We thank you for your love for us. Sustain us this day and each day in that love, in the Holy Spirit, and through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, stay tuned for next week when Father goes through his morning wake-up routine after we got to hear about his calendar today. The interesting tidbits of Father Jeff. It's not that interesting. First, he brushes his teeth. That's probably a weird thing to start with. Right. Breakfast first. See you next week.